Last time on Geek Force, the squad talked about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. See what we're talking about now on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the awesome G-Squad of Ray, Marlon, and Eming. Welcome back, you guys, to a fabulous, fabulous new episode. What's up, what's up, what's up? Fabulous. Fantastic. Fabulous. How's your apple juice? Um, your iced tea. Whiskey? Yeah, whiskey, I got... apple juice tea? I live next to 99 Ranch, so I went and got some... Japanese whiskey, because I'm like, why not? Oh, Marlon's coming in lit for this episode. I see. I I know. I see how it is. First of all, I can order and then pick it up, and I'm like, fantastic. I just walked in, talked to this nice lady, and she just helped me get all my things. And there's this weird, like, mom and son moment. I'm like, picking up all of the back. She goes, oh, it's too heavy. I'm like, I'm fine. She goes, no, no, you're going to hurt your back. I'm like, ma'am, I'm an adult. Those are Asian moms. That's how they operate. They're always going to be like, son, do you need help with that? I felt so cared for, but I was like, I am a stranger, ma'am. I'm going to be, you don't need to stick around and watch me carry these bags. She was like, are you sure you don't? At some point, she was like, do you want to take the basket? I'm like, I'm not going to take your basket to my home. She was like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) They have plenty. They have Um, plenty. That's the America I I want to live in. And I'm going to come back. Right? right? And she's like, just take a basket. I'm like, I'm not going to walk away. She's like, it's fine. I'm like, no. That's so funny because I've gotten yelled at them before. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No, because my, because no, nothing. My, my father-in-law, like, because he, he wanted me to get something. Like he was pointing at a cart. And so I, t- I was trying to take the cart and then I got yelled at. And I was like, I, I was just doing what he told me. And I was like, mm. <laughs> oh, no. Scarred for life. No. Well, dang. <laughs> I'll punch that man. Apparently, I have to be a I have to be a black man or to get some respect at an Asian grocery hey, store. Just, just don't <laughs> just don't be Falcon. Uh, he 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 won't get respect. No matter no matter who where is that. Apparently, Damn. the only but that's next week on Geek yeah. Force. Apparently, the only place that I can get don't respect as a, as a as a black man is in Ninety Nine Ranch from an Asian lady. Doc, you know what? I love it. Main character energy. I'm like, great. Give me all these groceries. You're the anime protagonist. <laughs> Look, I'm here for it, yo. This is up. Oh well, when Marlon's happily getting whiskey, uh, we had a crazy weekend. Uh, I feel like a lot of stuff dropped. A lot of stuff was uh, premiered last week. But I kind of just want to start with uh, HBO Max debating, debating, uh, premiering King Kong or Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, we kind of had mentioned that a few episodes <laughs> back about this movie. As you know, HBO Max has a movie once a month where it's free for HBO Max unless you're, you know, I mean, free as far as well, you're not paying an extra price on top of your subscription. So uh, for the month of March, it was cough, cough. Godzilla vs. King Kong. And so... <laughs> AKA the Godzilla vs. King Kong, the Snyder Cut. It fucking was. I feel like I should. I deserve some kind of credit and 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 money for what I did. It was a very long movie. For Honestly, my guess, if you really want the breakdown, watch like the last 
50 minutes to an hour of the whole movie and that that's the movie too many humans like that's the movie oh man too many humans too many, humans. It's too too many, many humans. Humans. plot lines well i mean it's it's basically the fast and furious of the monster universe like it plays very like hit by numbers where it's like this guy's a bad guy this guy's a good guy and they go from here to here and like yeah this is a strange thing for them to do but it fits the story so we're not going to question it it's like you just carry little characters throughout the map and it's like doop 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 boop boop no questioning you just turn off your brain and you watch it play out it's like it's, it just happens before your eyes like great why did she go there I guess <laughs> it was a lot of I guess guess stuff and um Emik and I basically were watching at the same time and I was just like why how why what the f like the whole time and we're at the end we're like screaming in caps but like it really felt like you're watching two different movies because of the two different storylines and then they barely intersected in the end and you're like this could have been two different movies but okay um I just want to shout out to uh, Brian Michael Tyree. How you say his last name? The guy He's from Atlanta. Oh. He played Bernie. <laughs> the guy from uh, Atlanta. He was my favorite character. He was in character the whole time. He made everything interesting. And it wasn't because he was like, it felt like he was, they wanted to have a token black dude, but he said, nah, forget that. I'm going to go so over the top that I'm not going to be the token black dude. And then he, he kind of succeeded. Um, his lines were the best. His, every scene he was in, he was the best. His lines were the best? Oh, Lord. His lines. He did. This is, the I best mean, look line. at my name. Look at my name, Marlon. That's what he said no. when he saw that Titan school. That was he, the, I, I rolled. Brian <laughs> um, Tyree Henry was basically uh, that's the same, yeah. He was basically <laughs> I don't know if you, if you remember uh, the first Independence Day and that like crazy redneck white guy. That's who Brian oh Tyree God. Henry was. He's just shouting <laughs> random stuff, and it's like, okay, chill out, my guy. It's like just talking about lizard people and aliens. It's like he's literally he just wrong, here though? to shout at people. He was he had some good thoughts, but he also was saying this is the lizard people tunnel, and I was like, oh lord, he's fully going. And into this alpha grid <laughs> flat earther had, mindset. I had a whole backstory, okay? The love of his life is gone. See, he has nothing left. He kind of uh, had a mini backstory. He lost his wife. <laughs> you clearly can see it kind of made him go insane. He has nothing left. I mean, he spent five years devoted in going underground to make a podcast, you guys, on yeah, the was, secrets of that was funny. Apex. And I'm like, he has all the time because. You know, and he was doing this until he was going to die. He was like, I don't, you know, every every decision he made was like, I might die, but it's cool because, you know, I have nothing else. So I have nothing left. And I was like, OK, so he's crazy. But it's because he's like, I have nothing left to lose because I lost everything. So I was like, I can see that. OK, cool. I mean, he had a dim okay. sum backstory. Literally a backstory that he had over dim sum. Like, it's just in a restaurant. He talked about it a few moments, and then he the had this flask and a, and, a, and a gun holder, and it's like, yeah. all right. Also, that kid from D- Deadpool 2 was not needed in this film. No. He was in Deadpool 2. I said he was in that Kurt Russell Christmas movie that I had to watch with my nieces and nephews. I totally forgot he was in Deadpool. <laughs> he was not needed in this entire film. He served zero purpose, and I think he was just there Except just Except for pouring the coffee on the computer. That was the Which purpose. also the wouldn't really have done anything. And driving... <laughs> the van to Honestly. Millie's house. 
First of all, no one computer controls a satellite. I'm just right. saying it, it would have gone to like a different server. Like, great, this computer's messed up. The server's going to still operate independently from like this like right. computer it's CPU. Like but it's like, all right, we're not going to talk about that 90s technology, part. you guys. We're still in the 90s sometimes. Anyway, and they let's just... just take a step back and actually talk about the film <laughs> as opposed to like okay. picking at it. So like, in the beginning of this film, I was confused because there's a lot of stuff that happened off camera. Like all of a sudden, Kong goes from being on Skull Island to being in a virtual reality uh, dome. Uh, and it's like, wait, how did we get here? Did, how'd you get, yeah, like, how'd you get Kong on this, like, on this facility? And it's like, oh, he, there's some girls. Like, cool, but, like, can we see that story? How you, like, this storm that happened that killed out all the indigenous people that we saw in the Sam Jackson Skull Island movie? But it's like, no, 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 it just happened off camera, and we're going to go with it. Uh, and we're just like, great. And then it's like, oh, by the way, Call, uh, Godzilla's our savior somehow and I still don't understand the reasoning behind that and like I get it he fought all these monsters in the last film but homeboy still destroyed an entire city how are you gonna call this man a savior <laughs> like like if he defeated these monsters in the middle of the ocean and caused like a tidal wave and maybe like took out some like pier shops, I could maybe see it. But Homeboy was in San Francisco knocking over skyscrapers and buildings and t- and taking over bridges, and it's like he saved us with like a billion dollars in collateral damage. It's like this makes no sense. Y'all are just saying stuff right now. This man is not a this man is not your savior. What are you talking about? But of course, they do this really weird monster framing where like, oh, Godzilla's no longer our savior. He attacked our town. It's like he attacked it the first time. What are you talking about? So it was just really weird. It's like very like, you know, oh, there's something happening. It's like his instincts make him go attack this technobabble thing. And it's like he's here for reasons and he his blows intuition up stuff for told reasons. Him so. Exactly. He's only acting by instinct. Um, no, I, I agree because when it came on, I was like, how much time has passed? <laughs> like, it seemed like there's been like 10 years or something. No, we never, we never, they never tell us. So we have to assume. I don't like that. Um, the fact that, uh, I was mad that Kong was in a habitat. I was like, so you just gonna take that man. And it's not even like they're in a whole nother country somewhere else they're still on skull island but he's in a dome in skull island that's offensive to me so i was like so you're just gonna okay okay um and also then... how right and like both of these in like in the two kong films we've seen skull island has crazy monsters and i can yes. just imagine just basic construction would just be a nightmare logistically <laughs> there'd be so many uh osha violations throughout i mean i'm just uh, picturing these little the little leeches from the uh jack black kong island that just ate people i'm like this is a nightmare yes. i wouldn't volunteer yes. to build a dome here Right, and it's like, so we can study him. And I'm like, why does he need to be studied? Like, I, whatever. For we'll reasons. get to the colonizing part later, because that, that was a trip for me. I was like, this is too many colonizers. Colonizing, it's in all our films. Um, yeah, but I mean, that led, that that was literally the, the drive of the whole plot. People felt like, uh, we think it's best for, you know, King, for Kong to do this, and we think it's best for Godzilla to like step down. So we're going to do this. And then everybody who's in between are like, 
okay. And I'm like, no, you can fight them. Like, you don't have to let that be okay. Um, and, and for instance, Kong is really close to this girl. She's a native girl, but she was the last of her tribe. Um, she's deaf, so her and Kong have a very deep relationship. He cares about her. Um, her mom is, a, is, is her adopted mom. She's like, they call her the Kong Whisperer. Uh, she's in charge of the habitat on Skull Island. I don't know what they were studying. They were just up there. <clears throat> but, right. And so, how to get from, how do we move Kong off the island? So there's another company, you know, typical 90s evil corporation, Apex. Um, they're like, we need to do something where we need to get to Hollow Earth, where we believe primals were at and, and all that stuff so we could study it and blah, blah, blah. Um, they start finding top people. And so they find Alexander Skargard's character, who was like this washed out writer, scientist person. Brother died trying to get to Hollow Earth. So they're like, we need you. And I'm like, why do they need him? Because I was really confused on that. And they were like, because you know the lady. I'm like, why couldn't you just talk to the lady yourself? Whatever. Got white dudes to, to agree. He goes over to talk to homegirl. I need you. You know, whatever. Can you do it? And she's like, my work. And then turns out she's like, oh, wait, you know what? Let's do it. I'm like, how does she just turn around and say, yeah, okay, let's do it. Next scene. We're crossing the ocean. We're taking Kong to Antarctica on a ship. And I was like, there's Mind so you, many problems. There's so many problems. He's, he's also shackled. I'm like, how do I get this man in shackles? How should knock him out? Also, he's right. heavy. And also, it, there just was this weird thing of like mass. I'm like, this looks yes. like a basic battle cruiser and yes. uh, sorry, battleship. And Kong seems <laughs> to be a very dense creature. How is this thing not sinking? Like, how is it afloat? And it kind of comes up later when both Kong and Godzilla are standing on it. I'm like, how is it supporting both their <laughs> weights and Apex not sinking. or something. I don't know. <laughs> what is this ship made of? Anamantium? It's just holding Vibranium. up. It's just, not, it's, just, it's just not going down. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so, yes, we get to our first fight in the ocean. As you know, that's pretty much Godzilla's playground. Um, the humans were just, it was comical. Like, they didn't, they were either in the way or they just didn't know what to do. Um, but yes, Kong is, in the is way. shackled. <laughs> yeah, so Kong is shackled, you know, and he can't fight. Godzilla literally pulls up like, yo, what's up? Why are you here? Try to, you know, start something. Um, eventually, you know, Godzilla makes a whole boat capsize and like Kong's going to die. And then, they're, you know, at the last minute, freeze him. Kong's free. And then that's when the battle is on. You know, they're basically just jumping around, splashing, slapping each other. Still got it handled, um, though. <laughs> I he mean, did, because it's Godzilla's playground. I mean, if Kong there's one the thing ocean, this no. film did right, I was say that the monster fights were very convincing. Like, very. It was they're really the A1 good. parts. Like, yes. I, like, it was great because, I mean, if you think about it, Kong is a backstreet brawler. He's throwing wide haymakers. Yep. He's just swinging. Yep. Whereas Godzilla's been at this for a while. He's doing tail tail whips and claws and headbutts. And he's and also the in the water. And the too. His tiny little head. He was killer. <laughs> And then, of course, you know, it, of course, you're on water, and Godzilla is like aquatic; he can breathe underwater, so it's, it's a done deal. But I, I did think it was weird. Was like when, of course, Godzilla has the upper hand in his wedding. They decided to, to to play by Jurassic Park rules, where it's like if yeah. we don't move, he won't attack us, and like they just stop moving. And then Godzilla's like, "Okay, I'm gonna leave now." Right. 
what and it's like, wait, that's, that? that's all it took was just to not move? He's like, all right, I can't see what's happening, but I'm going to go away, though. But Carl was on his back like, oh, I'll get you next time or whatever. And I'm like, what just happened? Like, the fight was great, but then how the fight ended and to this next scene for, I was like, what? Why are we even? Then they were like, "What's another way we can get there? We'll get there by air." And I'm like, "This is even worse. How are you carrying <laughs> across an ocean? The mass, the, the mass doesn't no work. Sense. How does eight helicopters? Eight. Just basic. Like it'd be one. These are like those big jumbo, like tomahawk helicarriers. But they were shield. just yeah. yeah. They were just your basic <laughs> helicopters carrying this large creature, and it's like this still doesn't add up. Like the numbers don't add up. So, but it's fine. You know what? It, like I said, this movie was like it's yo, fine. A to B, paid by numbers. Eight helicopters is all they need, and they just go. Oh my gosh. And then they get to Antarctica and, you know, then they are like, this is the way to get to hollow earth. And this is the part where I was like, okay, so now we're going sci-fi in a movie. If, if, if this, if at this point you're like, okay, a lot oh, of no, stuff no. has been happening. Not yet, Kat. It gets there in a minute though, when they get sci-fi. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. You're tr- You're right. You're right. But then when they were like looking at the opening, I was like, who made all this stuff? Oh yeah. I guess Apex, I guess. But I was just like, this is interesting. But going through the little uh, gravitational warm hole. That warm, got warm so hole? weird. I don't know what movie I was watching. I'm like, what? What I'm like, movie wait was a I minute. watching? It's like, wait, wait a <laughs> So the center of the earth is a black hole and it just time streams you? It was like, there's you so just much wrong with that. And then it doesn't add up later. It's fine. It's just, yes, I was it doesn't like, add up later. We didn't even get to that part. It's like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> like, the center of the earth is one thing where they're like, you gotta do the drop off point into a black hole and you turn it into a little drop of water and then you just get flown back into the... The gravity's inverted. Oh, God. It's inverted. <laughs> and everybody was like, Rawr! or whatever, you know, stretched out because, you know, in cartoons back in the day, of Looney Tunes, when you go through things like that, that's exactly what happens. That, you know, that's why Godzilla made that scene. This is exactly what happens every time. The you biggest offense was they brought a child with them, though. Like, that's I get bringing full-grown adults, but you're bringing an eight-year-old into this so, ship that is going like God knows how fast. So she's hitting G-forces now. And now she's body. being inverted. This little girl could have been body. turned inside out. And y'all would have been like, well, she's, <laughs> Kong needs her. Kong, this, this, is, this is Kong's support human. It's like, this girl could have been just fully dead because y'all were just not thinking about including her. Y'all should have been back on base. But no, she, she was there and she was struggling. But I have no, a whole no, issue with somehow. that. I have a whole issue with that with the girl and the the way they treated her too i'm like we'll get to that but at the same time that's the godzilla or that's the king kong storyline the godzilla storyline is a little bit weaker because you know the last movie was i feel like the last movie was godzilla that we saw enough that we don't even have to really talk about it but we're still gonna waste a whole hour on it Regardless, because oh, no. again, a whole I think hour I told Amy, Millie Bobby Brown, so we're wasting a whole right, hour. Right, because on. I was like, first of all, she didn't need to be in this movie. She didn't. She didn't do anything. Need to be in this Worst movie. parenting <laughs> ever, by the way. <laughs> right, right, right. Dad, I'm, in, I'm in China. I'm in Hong Kong. He didn't even know. Because she was like, Dad, can you hear me, Dad? I'm in. Just like I can hear what you're saying. <laughs> but yeah, again, it's like one, your daughter's at school, and two, she just leaves school, and also you're just not home to see her and she's just like gone you're just like where you been at i'm gonna just text you and be like you home 
hey, hey, how you doing? Why haven't you responded back to me yet? <laughs> no, no police were called. Like you're also nope. a government agent. I'm you could have called maybe the government. I'm going to home. None of those no, messages at all. No truancy <laughs> officers coming okay. to right. house but yeah, again, to see where the fuck you are. Nobody <laughs> Brown wasn't needed. Uh, I mean, as much as I enjoyed uh, having Tyree Henry, he also wasn't needed, nor was no. Deadpool 2 kid. Like no. that whole <laughs> other side story could yeah. have been dissolved and we wouldn't have even needed to even watch it obviously. It would have actually been a better movie because then I'd be like, yeah. oh that was shorter. They gotta go back to like right? the Jurassic Park's state of mind. Kind of yeah. use that they as a do. template for everything. Because for everything. Eh. 90 minutes for a movie like this is perfect. You don't have to add every close up of <sighs> okay. What? I have a question though because this really yes. bothered me, and there was like no, there was no explanation to this. So when Kong gets that uh, hammer thing, it's and he puts it in the in the in that spot in the ground, mm-hmm. and right. that symbol on the ground looks like uh, Godzilla. Why? <laughs> Is there a connection there? No, what does that mean? Snake. And why? It was a snake, and I think it was for Ragnarok. Because in Ragnarok, there's a giant Someone snake that. that eats yeah. itself, mm-hmm. and it's like the world's gonna end, and the snake's gonna and like the snake encompasses the world. So basically, the world's gonna end, and the, and the snake's gonna eat itself. But it's also like another monster, maybe. Maybe it's Rayquaza. I don't know. But it literally was just like they're just like throwing stuff to me, throwing stuff on the wall. Uh, like, look, this is cool, right? This is also cool, and it's like. <laughs> I'm gonna put an Easter egg here. <laughs> Give Kong some kind of power because he can't defeat Godzilla without something. <laughs> right. He needed they that had little to bit of him. a boost because he definitely needed it. I mean, even in the underworld, you know, he had a cool little fight scene with the flying cobra monsters. And yeah. uh, I thought they were gonna do more with like showing other maybe bigger skeletons of these big gorilla monsters. They didn't do anything Same. with that. Even though they, they showed a big like ape handprint, they showed no other skeletons, no other evidence of the bodies. All they showed was this axe and a skull and nothing else. So we didn't get a lot of like, hey, this center of the world thing had a big war. And it's like, can we get a flashback uh, Justice League style to like a bunch of Godzilla oh, versus God. a bunch of King Kongs? I would have loved to watch that movie. You got five King Kongs versus five Godzilla. Spider was on the wrong movie. Just going at they it. They should have just done a backstory on that. Apparently, they said that like they're, so they'd be, they, there was a big battle back in the day. I'm like, can yeah. you watch that version? I would love to see that. They kept just saying like, oh, they're much. like they're like age old enemies. And it's like, can you show us this? Yeah, this for real. That's what I wanted. Not this like weird maybe thing. maybe show, that's foreshadowing. Don't tell, movie. Show don't tell. No, it, what it sounds like to me, not having <laughs> not having watched this movie, it almost sounds like uh, you you'd want it like we complain about Lion King for being too dramatic uh, when it was the animals and their faces don't look right and it just looks all weird and like oh. but this movie had CGI animals and you just wanted to see them fight just give me just give me cgi fight like that's that's why i'm here I, why are you why are you adding yeah. this drama into my movie <laughs> and what's crazy what? is mm-hmm. when they get mm-hmm. to the fighting it is the it's best good. oh it's fire it's good fight oh it's, it's like, good it's like why do you their human see expressions this? are good but i like I multiply like those it. 10 minutes by like 50 and then we have a movie okay basically, yeah, but basically raymond have you ever played uh, Def Jam Fight for New York before? Wasn't there an actual <laughs> fighting game with monsters? Like, uh, was that Rampage? Oh, no, no, no. 
There probably was, but if you've ever played Def Jam Fight from New York, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, way yeah. that Godzilla, King Kong, they were fighting. At some point, you got people just like, like <laughs> dipping and weaving and like grabbing folks and smashing their heads into buildings and just like, what's happening? This is getting like real gangs in New York fight. Just like it someone did. got like Stone Cold Stunner through like a whole skyscraper. It's like, can we oh, just yes. do an hour of this? Just an hour I of this. I really it. <laughs> At a certain point, Kong jumped from the top rope to like a Hardy Boy splash. <laughs> and I was like, keep showing me this. Stretch this scene out. This is fantastic. All this drama they spent all about their money on that scene. Yes, too. all this like drama about this story and the legacy and all the nonsense. You didn't need that. Also, again, Raymond, we told you that the, they said the only way to get to the Holoverse was to go through the stupid little portal. Apparently, Godzilla can shoot a beam through the center of uh-huh. the earth. And I was like, giant I it's a literal plot hole like, Wait a minute. in the middle of the earth. That's, like, so, that's you, know, you know the saying, drill to the, drill to the ground to get to the other side, like, you know, to get to yeah. China. Literally, they should have yeah. just took that advice in this movie. They're like, I'm, hey, let's do that. I'm not surprised by this. I was like, this should cause some kind of earthquake. True. But at I some mean, point, yeah, I was like, but the last movie had things that made more sense logically. The the King of the Monsters one had more things made sense logically, and I I, I was trusting I was trusting that logic to continue into this movie. But then this movie kind of was like, <laughs> no, I thought there was going to be like logic. What up, Raymond? Well, what in their Raymond. world? In their Not world. only does he shoot his being through the center of the earth, but he Godzilla somehow knows exactly where King Kong is standing. And yes. just looks straight down. It's like he's right in his shooting beams, y'all. Right in the point where Kong is standing in the center of the level earth. of omnipotence, right? And there. I was like, that doesn't make any like, sense. And like Kong, no, like has to like steps. jump out of the way, and it's like, oh, he sees me, and it's like, how did he think, see you? I think <laughs> the only other person I can imagine being able to do that is Charles Xavier. Yep. Exactly, and, and he's he not in this universe. As I, think, I think in in that scene, I was like, okay, they're giving Godzilla way too many powers. He's like, oh, I can feel that King Kong is right here. I'm gonna I'm gonna mess up his whole stuff right he, now. He's part psychic, he stepped, okay? He took some steps, looked down, returned his body, Marlon. <gasps> And I was like, okay. And then Kong's in in Hollow Earth. He's sitting on the throne where you know his forefather sat. He was like, something doesn't feel right. And then the thing just blasts through the ceiling, and then Kong took one step to the left, and it was like, whoosh. I was like, how the hell did, like, that's how strong. So my thing was, Marlon, when Mm -hmm. they do fight in the end, and so I'm like, so so Godzilla's atomic breath is so strong, it drilled directly through the Earth Mm -hmm. to Hollow Earth. Mm -hmm. So when King Kong got singed by that atomic breath, why didn't his body, like, disintegrate? (laughs) Like, also, how they, strong is also, that breath? they forgot the like. I think a, 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 an important piece of Godzilla lore, which is that it's kind of like solar beam. Once he uses it, he has to recharge it. But he was just like <laughs> shoot it, like saying. boom, boom, boom. He was like, like, like So, so this, I was like, so no cooldowns. That sounds no like cool the downs. most anime thing no cool you could have said about this, because that that sounds like uh, the moment in the anime movie where. 
where Midoriya gets the magic glove that lets him fire <laughs> off full power six times yeah. in the movie yeah, with no exactly repercussion. Happened, like, yep. <laughs> no repercussions. Like, at first, I'm like, okay, I'm, at first I'm like, okay, he's gonna get tired because he's been using it like eight times. Like, nope, he's still gonna be there. Okay, nope. now he gets tired. He's st- he's still using it. <laughs> just like, I'm like, okay, at some point, I was like, okay, Kong's gonna lose because they have not nerfed this power on Godzilla. He's just, he's shooting atomic breath all over the place. He's hitting buildings Everywhere. after up buildings. Close. He's killing he people. And at yes. a certain point, I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. I love this monster fight, but there are a lot of bodies being like just destroyed in these scenes. There's just ground. a lot of bodies <laughs> right? everywhere. Like at a certain point, like Kong like slams his like fist on the ground. And like as he does yeah. it, you see like 18 cars flap. I'm like, oh, those people. <laughs> yeah, you can see the people in the cars when he's doing it too. So you're like, Marlon, I feel like you can do like a comparison of like who killed more people, Godzilla, King Kong, or or Fast and the Furious. Right? I want to say this. I feel like Fast and the Furious has some high numbers, but I think oh that gosh. someone looked at the Godzilla and said, you know what? Have Those numbers, story, story bring them up. The bring them up. And I like will I say, said, you guys. the Godzilla fight, as much as we, as I thought that, you know, I assumed Kong would have the lead because I thought that there was going to be, need to be a cooldown for Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think it, oh, but no. what did end up happening was at a certain point, Kong's axe somehow stops Godzilla from using his beam. And I'm like, okay, cool. They're, all, they're like one-on-one in it. This is going to be great. And then I forgot that Godzilla is the master of his tail whip because he was flinging that tail like he was doing capoeira moves at some point mm-hmm. and poor Godzilla <laughs> the, got stomped out like she, at some point when he kept stepping on Godzilla's chest and Godzilla I'm sorry, and Kong was like making like little sad noises I'm like oh he's done he's done <laughs> <laughs> and then Godzilla leaned in He's real like, close. I was like, oh my god. Godzilla gosh. leaned in close and yelled at his man in his face. And then Kong gave back that super like weak roar. I'm like, it's a wrap. <laughs> like like Kong was like flinching. He was like, Kong so does bow to someone. And then he was like, raw. <laughs> and then he just laid down. <laughs> and then Godzilla's like, that's what I thought. And then he turned around and walked. I was like, you didn't have to do that. You didn't have to show Godzilla fully doing this little turn around like I'm turning my back on you and walk away move like that was unnecessary y'all make me like a punk Godzilla's course, extra as hell in this movie though but I, I think, loved it but damn I think the golden fist will have to go to Mecha Godzilla because Mecha Godzilla was out there doing Stewie Griffin family guy Brian where's my money moves like there was a scene where he has Godzilla's face and he, he slammed his face into three different buildings just like consecutively yes! just and you thought that you gonna come out here and mess with me just boom boom Boom. And then oh the, like the PS de resistance, like Godzilla goes in for like a swipe, and out of nowhere, Mecha Godzilla does some kind of anime juke, and like you see him like dodge to the left and just like uppercut him. I'm like, this is unfair. Like y'all, y'all got anime Mecha Godzilla out here doing these Ultra Instinct moves oh on Godzilla. God. He wasn't ready for this. 
<laughs> and it was ready. good though. I think the film really wanted to balance out that yes, Godzilla lost. I mean, yes, King Kong lost, but also Godzilla without Kong is going to lose this fight because Mecha Godzilla was just bringing them extra combo hands, them smash hands. Fighting them, both of them. Like it was getting bad. Like uppercut after uppercut and tail whip and like like body checking shots. And at a certain point when he's going to go for that like, you know, that that um that Godzilla KO movie did in the first movie where he opens up that monster's mouth and breathes into his mouth and like oh it's a it's a it's a whole throwback of course at that point they got to bring back um, King Kong to help balance the power everything. of anime and friendship and yeah like yo like you know the, they, the, the Martha the, moment the enemy of yeah. my friend is whatever and so he just the, the Martha moment that was that was the moment we were talking about oh yeah because little, like, little girls like. You gotta help him. He's like, but why? He's like, what? It's not your enemy. He just beat the fuck out of me. We better gotta help him. I don't want to. He's like, that right. man That's stepped on my chest six times and I just about died. But she's like, enemy but you gotta help him. And he's like, he could die. And she's like, no. And he's like, I guess. And he Wait, we didn't even talk about, about how he basically did die and how they had to bring him back to life. Oh, with oh, that, yeah. uh, with that white savior <gasps> thing, with that uh, ridiculous <laughs> ship that apparently has the power of whatever if we, is if we needed put in the, the moment. Ship on his chest, and we and we jump started. He's sure to come back alive. Meanwhile, we're forgetting Godzilla broke almost every bone in that in that creature's body. He probably ruptured a heart, a lung, and everything. So he jump started his heart, magically made him. Ah, I can do it. Huh? Oh, Ray, it gets better, Ray. Because I forgot the scene. He gets up and is like, I forgot his arm's broken. So he goes to a building and like smashes his shoulder and resets his arm. Like it's like some boxing film. And I'm like, oh my God, that's a whole building he just used to reset his broken arm. Like it's some fast and furious. And he's like, all right, I'm ready to get back in the fight now. And he just goes back out there and like leaps from building to building. Like, ah, here it comes. It's cold. <laughs> and then of course they're fighting like you know side by side and then of course they gotta have some friendship moments so Kong is like trying to hit him with the axe that he got from his forefathers Godzilla see this not working Godzilla at this point has been knocked on his butt which is like, like their way of saying look even Godzilla's knocked out and so he like does a friendship move and does a, does a, a special uh, Avengers uh, combo breeze fire back onto the axe so now Kong can have his uh, ultra finisher, which I think was a dope thing for him because he looked real like a like a like a punk five minutes ago. But now he gets to like cut off arms and limbs, and he just takes off the skull and's like, "I'm still a badass." Yeah, he does yeah. that. That calm voice, like, and I'm like, "Dang!" I got and a head in the spine. I'm still I'm still on top, boss. Right. And then they quietly exchange looks they across exchange the city. Knowing looks across of like a broken city that they pulled a, a broken city. No, I just don't. I don't understand how these people are seen as, as saviors. Like Hong Kong is destroyed. Like Hong Kong's it's gone. just leveled. Like how far is this? And I feel like and like I get I get it, Bobby. The homegirl's whole thing was like Godzilla is a hero. I'm like he's not. He's a monster. He's destroying cities. To like he is a pure instinct. He's I'm gonna fight this thing, and it's literally on site wherever they are. 
There could be a hospital right there. If he's there, it's on site. And that hospital is going to be collateral damage. Like, we don't need to put on these, like, savior things on Godzilla. We don't need it. Like, this isn't like that 80s cartoon, which is very similar to, like, the boat where, like, there was a kid on a boat. Whenever they were finding the monster, he would like hit like a little sonar button and like Godzilla would hear the sonar and be like, dun 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 come out of the water and it's like, Godzilla, save us! And then he'd fight and they go back in the water. It wasn't like that. It's like, I have a mission and it is pure destruction and I'm doing it. It wasn't necessary. Of course, you have your crazy villain who is super like villainous even down to his like monologue before he gets like destroyed from his own creation it was just uh, like i said really bad by the numbers here's a bad guy he's gonna do his evil villain monologue and then die in the exact same way he does his evil villain monologue even homeboy was like oh man i really wanted to hear his speech (laughs) like oh god y'all 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 play this by the numbers but yeah it just it was it was very Fast and Furious-esque. If you're looking for a palate cleanser from, you know, trying to, you know, dive too deep in movies and you want to just sit back and just have your brain feel smooth, no ridges, this is your movie for you. Smooth brain, no ridges. This is your movie for you. Like, there's like, you don't have to question. It's like, don't question anything. It happens how it happens. You just watch it. Matter of fact, if you want to watch it, fast forward it to the fights. I'm sure someone on the some forum will post where the fights are mm-hmm. watch those fights because they're fantastic uh, it's done really well they'll probably do another one because both of them are alive um, I'm sure we're, we're there's gonna other see stuff out there. Oh, yeah. right. I'm sure we're <laughs> gonna get a lot of uh, excuses for why Kong lost they're gonna be a lot of he's still a baby or he's still a teenager and he's not fully that adult man, yet that, man that dude has gray hair all in his fur talking about him a baby. He actually looks older than he does now well, than he did in the other movie. Maybe his adult fur is all gray or all white. Who knows? There's, I'm sure there's going to be some excuses as to why he didn't win and he also... stress related. Yeah, like, also I feel like because the guy that addresses humans. people... Like, yeah, like humans suck. Humans suck. Right. I think the next film they should do should just be a prequel and it should just be called uh, not God of War it should just be called The Monster War or, or just Monster Wars where we just get to see what time looked like when there was a whole slew of Godzillas versus a whole gang of King Kongs and how that worked out how they all got wiped out and we can just watch that because there's no humans in it and just be a bunch of CGI monster fights kind of like the first King Kong movie which was really good because it had like very small human parts and had a lot of monster fights. So just know what's that. That's They're all we never going to do that. They're never going to do that. True, <laughs> they want to have a big Ever. name actor. I feel like it would only work if they somehow are like, cool, we're going to translate what they're saying to English words and we're going to like have actors voice the characters. So you mean do what they do in, in your HBO show where they sound like they go from uh, um, Asian, or not, not Asian, uh, yes. uh, uh, Cantonese to English. The Warriors, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like if they do that, then they get their, they get the best of the worlds. They get to get their big name actors, because again, studios so only will awkward. produce, it will be awkward, but I feel like studios only ever go for big You're like, name back Clive films. Owen's voice come out of it. Clive Owen. <laughs> Just. Bartholomew, the Godzillas are on the are on the horizon. Are they? Thinking. They come for war, brother. Then we shall give them war. 
since we're going since we're going crazy anyway, I'm surprised like Apex or whatever corporation will be like a time machine and a certain amount of scientists would be like, let's go back to where it began. And then it will be almost like a land of the lost type situation where you have humans stuck in- with I'm thinking that's how they get their big name stars and they get their humans to to lead up to the stuff we need because you know you know this is universal uh studios right so they never do anything right for us at least for me they never do anything right so what's something i don't want is a land of the lost type movie but it's gonna be a land of the lost type movie if they did it like that and that's how i will be able to see the scenes i want Scenes, not the movie. Scenes that I want to see, even though I know the whole movie's going to be like, why did that girl, mm-mm-mm, you know? But that might be an option for the future. But no, I agree with Marlon. This was definitely a pre-summer blockbuster. Getting you ready for other blockbuster, blockbuster movies coming what out on other, streaming. I mean, okay, fine. It's it's early, so it's this is it's about to be April. So May's the start of summer movie, so it's like you know the year is almost that type half of movie. <laughs> I know, but that's if we were in theaters, this would have been like the start of okay. So more action oriented dumb movies are coming out. Get ready, you know, because May that's usually that month for that, and so on and so on. So they were trying to hype it up like that, and that's why I was I was like, it's a good movie just to see if again you want. I wouldn't pay for it. I'm glad it came with HBO. But exactly what I told Amy. This was in the the theaters. I'd be like, I'm so glad it paid. I wish it comes out like on on like I'll I'll if this was. During normal times, I would have just pirated it. Like, cool, let me go on like Pirate Bay or some other <laughs> site and stream it and watch it. I'm not gonna pay for this. <laughs> or ask your your alternate friend Rolando to pirate it for you. Rolando. Yes, yes, I I will <laughs> reach out to Rolando, the privateer, and be like, Rolando, do you have any links for me, my lad? Um, yeah. So. I, uh, allegedly. <laughs> You're not Rolando. What are you doing? So speak You're for not Rolando. Rolando. Why are you speaking up? <laughs> I'm just saying, this this Rolando allegedly exists. Oh, is that <laughs> really yes. universe? <laughs> oh, we're already talking Rolando about multi-dimensions. happens to be from Earth four one six, so he's uh, he has to use some interdimensional time travel to get us the links that we need to watch these films. There you go. Great. Can't be prosecuted. No extradition between <laughs> dimensions. <laughs> good save. Oh good save. Oh my. Well, that's it for. Uh, Godzilla versus King Kong. Uh, short story, Godzilla won, but it was the power of friendship between the two to really destroy the one uh, creature that could have taken. I don't know what would have happened. What would have happened friendship. if Mega Mega Godzilla won. won? More like frenemies. He would have won. Like, would he, he just powered. kill both of them and then start killing everybody on the planet Earth? Like. Well, yeah, because how bad? it was because because it was Godira's brain. So Godira. Mm-hmm was like, great, I'm taking over and my last mission was to to kill Godzilla. Because he killed me, so I'm like, uh uh-uh, this is payback time. I'm I'm in I'm in his mecha suit. So now I'm the king of the monsters. But also these humans have captured me, so now it's on site for all humans now. Oh, there were so many memes of Godzilla being mean or being mad at King Kong of like, you just gonna let these humans like take over your life and dictate how you're going to live. That's why I'm really mad at you. And I'm going to have to beat your ass to teach you a lesson. Like there were so many memes on that. And then there was other memes about 
the style of the movie and like you know breaking it down how their rivalry was and how at the same time like the fight was almost like it was it was laughable at times because it looked like a video game so there was like they like, they were playing like I think I shared all those memes to Amy I was like it was just every day memes about their uh their connection as far as when we were younger and our and our families were fighting you know we were friends now that's no more now we're enemies type thing and i'm like oh my gosh too much on the internet but um yeah i would say you know if you if you are if you are a fan of the franchise i say go for it because i mean why not uh if you're looking for a very great movie uh this is not what you're gonna find but you're looking for a fun movie yeah sure i wouldn't i mean i watched it by myself but i would have been more fun if i watched it with friends just so it wouldn't feel like, you know, sucking so bad sometimes. I was just like, why is this Why is this happening? And I have to text me like, why is this happening? Um, but yeah, again, because the last 50, 45, 50 minutes of the movie, that's the only part that matters because that's how, long, that's, that's how long they were fighting. They were fighting for 45 minutes and it was just amazing. Against that uh, Hong Kong neon sky skyline, it was pretty it was beautiful, and then they destroyed it all. <laughs> destroyed it all. Beautiful, beautiful disaster. Because, you know, in the start of the fight, they're all walking slow. Everything's very stylized, the music. And I'm like, ooh, everything's pretty. And then in the end of the fight, it's just gray. <laughs> just gray and smoke. Um, so, yeah, the way it ends, you know there's going to be some type of movie coming after. I don't know what, but stay tuned. That's all I'm going to say is stay tuned. Marlon is just like I just cannot. Um, should we move on to? Let's move on. No more Godzilla talk. <laughs> okay, but which which one are we moving on to? We're gonna move on to uh, Space Jam, or are we moving on to what was the other one? I already forgot. Okay, we can do Star Space Trek? Jam. Yeah. You do the, the new Space Jam coming on Space Jam Legacy, <laughs> aka uh, a cash grab. Yeah, you take over, Marlon. Marlon's I take over. I mean, we all know that Space Jam, the first movie, was was fully was based perfection. on a commercial. It wasn't perfection. It was. It, it was, was childhood uh, perfection. It was childhood perfection. It was childhood nostalgia that we. This is before you do all this. When you were trialing Star Star. Space but now Jam, I can't like, forget it, and now it makes it weird. It I know, but as a child at that time, I was like, "This movie blew my mind. I love this sure? movie." But yeah, as I older, it's awkward. I have to fast forward a lot. Was that right? Are you sure, you are forgetting that the album for this movie was absolutely amazing and you're confusing that but like cause oh yeah that was yes. a masterpiece album's there great okay alright great the movie I think on the other hand was <laughs> uh, oh yeah CD. the album was great the album was fantastic CD definitely played until it got scratched up um, but basically as a movie this hit every kid's sensories like of like every it had it had <laughs> your favorite great. basketball player and that was Michael Jordan because it was like the height of his career uh, it mm-hmm. had the Looney Tunes which was also so that everyone watches kids even as adults uh, so it fully was like great all these things are together uh, and it also had Bill Murray which I don't know of kids who he was but he was in it um right. it just it was it was a it was a hit with he does like oh bill murray's in this i love bill murray groundhog's day love it um so right. he pulled him in uh but yeah so and, and newman 
<laughs> and they Newman had basketball players the in there too. It did. Yeah, it, it, it hit them all it was the things people needed affair. to have. Yeah, like <laughs> looking back on it now, you can see that oh, this movie was fully a cash grab. Like Michael yes. Jordan is wearing Nike products the entire time. There's McDonald's bags all over several scenes. <laughs> There's, like, like, the product placement in this film was through the roof, and I was like, I bought. I think a, I bought that jersey. I bought those shoes. Literally, I was like, oh my God. Same. I, I bought the jersey. This movie got to me, and I was like, I want these things. Marketing works. Marketing works. Marketing was good back then. Good marketing. Marketing is good now because they're like, oh, cool, let's do another one. Let's bring in the next biggest star in one life. Let's bring in LeBron James. Let's also bring in Don Cheadle, fresh off of being Rhodey from uh, the Marvel film. So they have that going for them. The Looney Tunes has a resurgence on Cartoon Network again. So all the kids are now into the Looney Tunes again. And also, Let's let's uh, let's do what we did for Ready Player One as WB and throw in every trademarked character into this movie. Like I assumed it was just going to be a Looney Tunes film, but I saw the Fuller trailer and it, you could just take some scenes and put this in Ready Player One because it literally gives you the exact same feeling. There's a, the Iron Giants in this. You have all of the Hanna Barbera collections in this trailer. You have Jack Nicholson Joker. You have Pennywise in the back. Background. You have the uh, okay, Steven, the you have the Brockheimer uh, Batman, Mr. Freeze, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger in a scene. You literally at a certain point, someone went on YouTube and like freeze framed and circled every cameo from every WD, uh, WB property in huh. every scene of like they went all out on this movie to include so many of their properties. And I was like, wow, y'all really went to the wall with this. And yeah. Basically, it's like the premise of it is vastly different. In the first film, the first film, the premise is the Looney Tunes are being taken over by the Monstars. They need help. Well, at first, they think, yo, we can take on these kids, like these little small little Earthlings. We get to, we can take them all. Let's do basketball. We're all taller than them. They come to a practice game. The Monstars have stolen all the talent from every successful basketball player. And like, okay, now we need help. So that's the whole premise. We got to do that, you know, to not be told into slavery, which not in this time around. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Like, we, we never turned to slavery. So like, yo, like that was the premise. This time around, it's a bit different. LeBron James is a son who does not like sports. He's really into computers and video games uh, and wants that? to like go do that. And LeBron's like, no, you're my son. You're going to play basketball because that's what we do. We're, we're a basketball family. And his son's like, you don't understand me. And his son gets kidnapped by Don Cheadle. Um, what? Be- <laughs> Don Cheadle. War Machine kidnaps LeBron's son. Why is he kidnapping his son? Who is he, a STEM villain? What? Don Cheadle's name in this film is Al G. Rhythm or Algorithm. It's oh a my god. Yes, it actually is. Yeah, it's a stupid. Who wrote this? And he's like, your son is like really good at like uh, technology, and I want to use his brain to like further my influence. So what? I'm gonna kidnap him. And of course, it's weird because the son, of course, what I'm thinking is gonna happen is the son's gonna be like, oh, Al under understands me. He wants to support my dreams. But of course, we know that Al's a bad guy, so I'm sure at some point Al's gonna have some dastardly plan. But anyway, so he's you know, he's oh uh, at a certain point there's an elevator that gets that, that takes him down and uh, the elevator kidnaps his son 
then drops uh, LeBron James in like a server room. He touches this like this, this like Matrix holodeck. basketball on on the holodeck, and he gets taken into like the cyber world, Matrix style. Uh, oh, he Tron? meets <laughs> literally like Tron. Uh, oh my gosh! I just okay. I haven't seen this trailer yet. It gets better. Yet. It gets better. At a certain point, like uh, at a certain point, Don Cheadle like says, "You know what? You're a loser. You don't understand like you know technology what the world's gonna be like. I'm gonna send you with the rest of the losers." And he sends them to like Toon World, and he like drops them through like through like uh, tech space, and he passes the world of Westeros. So he like <laughs> literally there's a planet, and it just says Game of Thrones, and it just shows the Game of Thrones thing around it. And the next dead. planet is the uh, planet of the Wizard of Oz planet, and like he's just like falling through, and he finally hits Toon World. And he's like, "Bugs, I need to get my son back." And Bugs like, "Well, hey, I'll give you some help." That's all I get for the trailer. Um, at a certain point, he's like saying, "Okay, like, who do you want so to come help you movie. play this game of basketball?" He goes, "Okay, I need like a really good team." And so he picks his first roster, and the first roster that LeBron James picks is Superman, Gandalf, Iron Giant. <laughs> At a certain point, Bugs is like, "Yeah, we can't get those people." But we, we can get to, and so we, Why we didn't get Gandalf on there? Leave Gandalf out of this. Leave Ian McKellen alone. And then Bugs goes, "No, yeah, no." But we can get these guys, and of course, it's the Toon characters minus Pepe Le Pew. Um, so like, he just he points all the Toon characters, and of course, they, they end up going to like play this game. Also, oh in the first movie, they played in an actual stadium, which was interesting. For this one, they're playing in what looks like an outdoor basketball court because there's just like people surrounding the court like just standing room only and I'm like this looks like they're playing at like a local park and there's just a big crowd of people around them it's happening? all outside and of course like as like the camera spins around you see like all the Hanna-Barbera characters cheer on the Toon Squad and all the bad guys are there and they're up to them and like it looks really interesting you, you get to see the, the new uniform and then of course comes the Goon Squad which is the, of course, the opposite of the Toon Squad. I told Raymond this, the Goon Squad looks like the Bang Babies from Static Shock. Like the moment they showed up, I was like, they have a bird girl. And I was like, that's, <laughs> that's the Bang Babies. They have a dude covered in fire. Bang babies. They have uh, this like robot looking dude who I think looks like Enoch. I'm like, it's a bang baby. And at a certain point, I'm like, what is happening? Also, they have like a snake lady. I'm like, what is happening? This is the bang babies. They're playing the bang babies. <laughs> and it's just like, he picked these like, uh, like created characters. It's like, you're playing these characters in this game. And it looks like, from what I can tell, they're gonna have video game mechanics because there's a certain part of the court where you jump on it and like shoot you straight up into the air, kind of like a Mario Kart ramp. Uh, and, and, and it just looked like it's gonna be this really like, it looks like they're gonna try to combine basketball and video games uh, in this movie. It literally looks like Ready Player One, and it's gonna be combining video games and basketball because, of course, they wanna like have the two worlds. And I'm not, and the thing is, if this was, here's the thing it's not gonna do great. And the reason it's not gonna do great is because whenever you have a film that is a sequel to a strong piece of nostalgia that is the first Space Jam movie, everyone's gonna compare it. And in comparison, it's going to come below the radar. So I know. 
Geekforce. It's not going to be great. Interesting Geekforce episode. I'm sure kids will enjoy it. I'm sure kids would love it. Kids love LeBron James. <laughs> they love the Looney Tunes. Um, but looking at it, it doesn't... Like, I can already tell this... Like, I don't know how much he spent on this movie, and I don't know how much I expect to make back from this movie. Um, and I don't, I don't think they will make back what they're putting into this movie, because again, Ready Player One notoriously spent a huge amount of their budget just on the properties they brought in for that final fight scene with like the Ninja Turtles, Chucky, uh, Friday, uh, the F- Freddy Krueger, uh, the, the, the Gundam from Gundam. They brought in the Iron Giant. They, they literally spent all their money on that huge fight scene in Freddy Player One. That was the bulk of their budget. This film is just that times 10. It's just every person on this set is in a costume or appearance of another property that's around them that's gonna have to be mentioned or looked at or referenced and it's like I don't know again I think maybe at the time they were planning it they were not planning on COVID and maybe they assumed they'd make that money back but I truly don't know if they're gonna be able to make that money back off of a film of this size and they spending money when there's all Warner Brothers characters yeah, that is true. That is true. Does it matter? Do they own Game of Thrones characters? Yeah, it's H- I mean, it's uh, HBO. It's Warner te- Brothers. I mean, it's HBO. HBO. Warner yeah. Brothers and HBO have a partnership. Don't oh, forget. Right. They're all connected now. We are all connected. One Snyder. big fucking monopoly. <laughs> Snyder. Oh my God, I forgot. But, but my, Yo, my question... Just, for, okay, you go. No, go ahead. Oh, uh, my question for you is, don't you... I think they're banking on the LeBron factor and, like, the fact that like people who maybe are just like sports fans who aren't necessarily movie fans will definitely put out to go watch or view this somehow i think that's part of what they're banking on i mean they spent over 161 million dollars on this film while the first space jam spent 80 million dollars and michael jordan was like the number one athlete in the universe at the time Michael Jordan. I'm pretty right. sure. Right. Well, people, just, people who which didn't even like sports in. love Michael Jordan and they watched that movie. Right. So LeBron is kind of... I'm pretty sure the biggest reason anybody's going to press this movie is nostalgia and if people and if the internet can go ablaze for a four hour bad cut of a of a superhero movie this movie will get all the views. <laughs> Yo, For all the reasons I mean, you're saying not wrong. and more. I mean, also, I just want okay, there is a cast. Uh, they have a lot of NBA players. They and have okay. Kyrie Irving. Oh, yeah. They got to pay Thompson, Clay Thompson. Clay. Anthony Davis. Clay. Anthony Damian Lillard. They got Jim Carrey. What? Cassandra Starr. I mean, Jim Carrey sounds he's like he's, a, he's the. A, they basically took the idea of putting Bill Murray in the other one, which is like, who's another white comedian right. we could throw in? Here? Jim Carrey. Who's yeah. another white <laughs> time. Michael B. Jordan. Of course. Steve Why? Harvey. Of course. Oh my this God. My, Michael really, Burnham. They're, they're, you didn't they're see bringing the back. Isaiah, but also Lawrence Fishburne is coming back, not as Morpheus, but as Thrax. And I'm excited to see what they're going to do with Thrax from Osmosis Jones. What (laughs) the hell? Why did they have Thrax? This is going to be so funny. Wow. Osmosis Jones. Wow. They went back. Those those are two words I haven't heard 
in the same sentence in a long time. We live in. <laughs> Because, because, like mind you, there is a Matrix like thing happening in the movie, but Lord Fishburne is like, no, 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 I'll play Thrax. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> I don't want to touch that. I, I don't want to touch that. I didn't like, watch look, Godzilla, look, but I'm gonna Lawrence, probably turn on Space Jam. Mr. in this, and he's like, <laughs> at least you can join the discussion. Uh, right, <laughs> come to it. What's it coming out, by the way? Uh, yeah, July, I think. Yeah, it's summer. Definitely It's definitely a summer movie. So yeah. yeah. And, oh yeah, oh J- July sixteenth. Yeah. So it will be HBO or HBO Max's free yeah. movie for that month, right? Yeah, I think so. And <laughs> Ryan Coogler is the producer, as is LeBron James. Not even surprised. Got yeah, Ryan Cooler. No, I'm not surprised because to be a part of again, how we say a Space Jam is a big thing from the past. Even if it's good or bad, just to have that under your, I did Space Jam. Yeah, I did my Space Jam. Like it feels like Mars Attacks. That's what it sounds like. That's what I was thinking too, but I didn't want to say it out loud. But you're right. These, I mean, these movies, never take home any Oscars. (laughs) But I mean, that's not the point. No, they will not. Oh, that's not the point. They're going to do, they, I just want they, to see they, how they crazy they're going to be. Yeah. And and LeBron has done a good job of really uh, having himself be seen as like an actor or sports actor in Hollywood thanks to that film with uh, was that's it Bill Hader? Yeah, like he's what he's movie? He, he was the movie with Bill Hader and uh, uh, oh Schumer, right, Schumer, uh, uh, Amy Schumer. Trainwreck. I think I've it was never that. Seen yeah, that. we're like, wreck. we're like, Bill Hader was like, I hated that he's good at basketball and he's really funny. Uh, he's like, I, I was in scenes with him. And I'm like, I went to school for this and you played basketball and you're like in all these scenes taking the limelight from me. I don't appreciate that. Well, you see how he is dramatic as hell on the court. It makes sense. Dang, <laughs> cat. Like, what do you mean I fouled? I was, waiting, is, for my, I was waiting for that movie. Cat is not a LeBron or, or a Laker fan. I'm actually so I can not tell. a LeBron I mean, fan, but I, I will watch him. Watch he, him. Might, he might be entertaining. Mm-hmm. No, he is. Oh, yeah. He is entertaining. It's just, you know, I I, I find it funny with that line. Um, and, I, and I feel like out of all the basketball stars of today, LeBron was the best choice not because of his stardom but because he has a presence that uh that's really entertaining like it's it's similar to like with drake like drake we know start off in degrassi and stuff and even though i'm not a fan of him when he's in front of that camera and he's in that zone he's entertaining as heck he's funny he was a good host of snl fan of him he 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 was a pretty good host of of, of, uh snl he did a pretty good job that was my next question i was like drake's not i feel like drake would have like at least had a cameo in this but he didn't so i thought that was interesting too like this is something he would doing he would have slipped in just for two seconds you know i mean we'll see but i I, again i feel like uh it's i think it's the timing is good it's like towards the end of a crazy pandemic it's like hey listen do you want to get a taste of nostalgia listen we know this is not going to be Space Jam 1 we know you have a 
We know that's for a lot of folks I, who sure, born in the 90s that Space Jam it fits in your heart. Hey, here's like a nice little supplement. Like, it's not going to be that same hit you got no, way back in the day, it's, but it's going to remind it, you about that time. It absolutely is going to be that. There is no reason. It's just, you can't duplicate that because it was, it was a very, half of that movie's popularity was social. So, and this is going to be the same way for this movie with all the Ready Player One nonsense that they got going on. This this movie is going to be very successful this summer. I would be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what's great is the fact, like, again, like, because, like, um, because the majority of these actors are voice actors, we don't get to see any of these scenes of, like, what they're going to say to him or what the dollar is going to be. And so we, we, you know, we get to wait and see. I, I think, like, what's interesting is to see how LeBron does acting with people who are not there. Um, like, it's hard to play off of someone that does not exist in the same space you're existing in. So, yeah. I mean, even, like, even... Show us your child. He's not Andy Serkis. Yeah, I mean, even Michael Jordan, who's not a great actor, was like, it was weird just talking to, like, a, 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 yeah, a little, like... Acting was- it was it was a great desire. He yeah. was cardboard. He was cardboard. <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> but like the cartoon characters like helped him up. So it's it's interesting to see like how this is gonna like work out. Are they gonna be like there's a, a lot of material LeBron's to like? LeBron's gonna use. do great. He's gonna I do think great. He's you guys. gonna he's gonna I probably do that. better. To be completely. Oh, he's yeah. gonna do way better than Jordan. For, he is. For real. He's oh, gonna yeah. do that. He has well, experience I mean, acting. The bar is already pretty yeah. low. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm trying to say. Like acting alongside the biggest comics. Yes. Yeah. Either way, it'll, then, be, it'll be good. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm going to be interested to see like how much it makes back. So it'll be good though. Like I'm, I'm excited to see what it does and if HBO Max is going to undercut uh, what they would have gotten probably. for that movie. Because I feel like like that's going to be a bigger determinant of like like how much did it undercut since it was released uh, online versus being mm-hmm. in theaters. Because I know that a lot of folks were upset about this. I'm wondering like like what amount is going to be like actually purchased in theaters for this film. Um, for me, what really caught my attention was you explain it, Marlon. Like Don Cheadle to me, that's what I'm looking forward to. I want to see this Don Cheadle villain. I want to know why he's kidnapping his son. Like why? Out of all the kids in the world, um, I want to see that because I'm like that doesn't even make. S- I have to see why. So, um, I everything else, yeah, I'm for. But I, I am a big fan of Don Cheadle, and so I love when Don Cheadle does really crazy roles because he is brilliant. So for me, I really want to see how crazy Don Cheadle's gonna take it in each scene, knowing that the plot is we already know is crazy. But Don Cheadle, oh my gosh, that's I can't wait for that. So I'm excited for that. Oh yeah, I'm excited for Ocean's <laughs> Eleven, Don Cheadle. Like I want that kind Basically. of century of like. Yes, <laughs> It's like Don Cheeto, you were off the wall. You're some you're an Englishman who has a terrible English accent, but you're like fully going in for it. Like, do your thing, my guy. Oh, it reminds <laughs> me of his House of Lives show. Yes. Um, that Don Cheeto. I want to see that Don Cheeto again. I mean, and from he's, it has been a while. Yeah, from the trailer, he's it's been a minute since he's he's been like, you know, stretching his like comedic chops. I mean, especially like outside of his like one-liners that's being roadie. Now we get to mm-hmm. see him be the sole villain. And I'm excited yes. to see like how he's gonna ramp up this behavior for uh, this HBO I'm review. Through. Sorry, it's algorithm. It's algorithm. That sounds like a that sounds like an art like, like a music. Sounds like an RV. <laughs> 
like I'll be sure, algae but algae. <laughs> What's funny is his little minion is like a play on the paperclip. Like it's it's, it's like a little <gasps> no, cursor. Stop. No, little cursor. See, I'm gonna love this. I didn't need to know that. I did not. I'm gonna love this. Oh my god. I didn't need to know. Delete, I just watched the trailer. Delete, delete, delete. 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 <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm sure the merch is gonna be. It, it won't be great, but it's I will tell you right now. Though. I'll tell you this right now. I own and I recently bought um, like a, some Space Jam shorts because like when I was getting some Space Jam shorts, like, I got some ones for me as an adult. I am absolutely gonna right. buy some new Space Jam shorts for this one. What I didn't like is that like, they they redid the um, Space Jam theme song, and I don't. I don't necessarily because I feel like they they did that thing where like you know you try to make it like new age and it's like there's a lot of bump and a lot of synth in this space jam we don't need this I can find it yeah can we find it you can't play it (laughs) do you know who is performing the song the space jam song the new one no clue wait it's Quad City the same people hold on. Yeah, I think they like tweaked it up for the because in the trailer it's like a whole new like little uh, rendition oh, so of they, it. Like remixed it. Yeah, it, it's it's like a Space Jam remix song now. Sounds similar. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with it though because I, I think like the, the way they like decided to to put it in the the trailer it could be what they wanted to go for, but who knows? I think if you watch the trailer you'll kind of hear a bit of it. Mm. But yeah, that's all I got okay. for uh, Space Jam news. Coming to a theater wow. near you in July. Coming to a theater in your ear, aka your screen at home. Uh, thank you, Marlon. Wow. <laughs> I am flabbergasted. Um, so, <laughs> where should we take this? Basically, Outriders, Ray and I played the demo. It was really interesting, the demo. Um, the story was kind of so so. It was a very interesting story. You know, it, I was looking forward to seeing how they're going to flesh it out more. Um, the combat was nice. The only way to heal is to just straight up kill people a bunch. So you can't really like sit back and try to like wait your way out. You gotta fully go in there and like take people out to actively heal. So it's very aggressive. Um, uh, and it was supposed to go live uh, cause you know, we were playing like the demo and the day it went live, unfortunately uh, it had server issues. Folks had issues connecting to the server and playing. Um, they were met with a disconnect error or uh, they were met with um, the classic um, meat shield error where you just start shooting someone and you just like shoot them for a good like 10 minutes and like their health bar is like- meat shield? Yeah, meat shield. Basically, you're just hitting someone over and over again and their health is not moving and you can just like see like just blood and just standing there and just like, okay, I'm actively hitting this person and they're just, their health bar is not reflecting that I've been hitting them for a good amount of time now. So they had a lot of issues. They did release a statement on, tw- on Twitter saying they're going to like address the server issues, and there was like a just a little hiccup, and they're going to do better. Um, but a, a lot of folks are questioning like, why would you give this thing such a big media kind of like package and a focus? Like IGN did a thing on it, Gamespot did a thing on it. Like, why would you give this game such a big platform to like advertise it, but then not assume that you would need more servers? Um, and this happens quite a bit with games. Like, like why? 
how like why wouldn't you like factor in that I need like maybe five more servers than I would ask for or whatever like or like try to like get more than what you need for rather than get less than what you need um, and so that was like a big thing of like what's happening like this has become a thing with games being disappointing on launch days which of course is not a you know not something new but it's becoming more of a trend in video games so it definitely was a bit of a disappointment um, so we'll see what happens next wow I'm just again we're okay video games okay but Ray you said for the people who were able to get in the chosen ones they were able to play and they said the gameplay was pretty fun I have heard nothing negative on gameplay side mm. I don't know mm. if that means I probably it usually means positivity because of how the world works these days uh, <laughs> people will be very loud when they don't like something so uh, True. And, and very quiet when they do generally so uh, it's probably a good thing Accurate. but who knows we'll come back <laughs> I'm not I'm not surprised that Outriders had a iffy launch I it's an old trend that is just continuing, and uh, we'll come back in a couple months and see <laughs> if it uh, has pulled it together, because it did look like it was going to be pretty good. Or will it, Ray? Like Cyberpunk? Or will that it, game? Ray? No, no, no. Or oh. like another Square Enix game. Avengers. I mean, yeah. We'll see, though. Go either way. There's we'll, a, we'll this see. is an entirely different IP from a entirely different developer from the same publisher unfortunately it could still go entirely in two different directions hopefully we'll see i mean so far it looks it look i mean the demo played pretty fine so i'm, I'm hoping for the best for it yeah but we'll see wow i will try to check out this game because it looked good but <laughs> Give servers oh uh, okay we're dealing with that give us some time <laughs> okay i will do that um and with that we will wrap this episode up Thank you guys for coming out to talk about all the wonderful things we talked about. Listeners, thank you for choosing us to be your podcast of the moment. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram if you have questions or concerns. We're here for you. We want to hear what you got to say. Um, until then, you guys, thank you for coming out. Eat your veggies, play your games, and geek on. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.